Hello and welcome to our show Conversation with Priya. Today, our very special guest, Vamsi Udayagiri. I'm your host, Priya Mishra. Vamsi is the founder of CEO of Hesa Technology. His interests and areas of expertise include supply chain management, sales and customer management, enterprise creation, livelihood and skill development, rural marketing and promotion, stakeholders management, community development, social enterprises, impact investment, agri-tech, fintech, and rural tech. He is very passionate about rural tech. He is a dreamer, learner, and achiever, and a firm believer of affirmation. He always believes if our scores is big and our efforts are right, we can create a major impact. Rural value chains have always fascinated him, and he strongly believes that the digital pathway that has opened up should provide ample space for everyone to ride it, including fellow citizens in rural India. Hesa envisioned to lead the space and provide access and enablement, employment leading to empowerment while earning goodwill and profit for ourselves and our partners. His special passion towards the rural area and the farming community helps him to create the technology he is trying to help with. So today, I would like to welcome with your help, Vamsi Udayagiri. Thank you so much for joining in today, Vansi. Uh, thanks for accepting my request. It was very sudden, but you, you accepted it in a very quick time. Really appreciate. Thank you so much for joining in today. Thanks, uh, and uh, pleasure is mine. Definitely, uh, you know, it's always a pleasure to uh, talk about our model and especially, uh, you know, the shows like you we, who are trying to bring, uh, uh, you know, people who are... Uh, uh, wanting to do something at a deep rural like that. So all I know it's pleasure is mine and uh, yeah, looking forward. Great. So the, I would like to ask you how this whole journey started. Like, you know, I know your journey is, you are very passionate about the rural area. My question is to you that how has our technology started and uh, your personal passion come to the technology business? Sure. Uh, see, uh, yeah, a brief introduction about me. Uh, uh, you know, I am a supply chain, uh, uh, having an experience in supply chain, aftermarket supply chain, uh, worked in multiple organizations like uh, Ramco, Pepsi Foods, Gillette, Tata Motors, Vestas, Wind Turbines. So being from supply chain, aftermarket supply chain, always, uh, you know, fascinating to understand how the gap for supply and demand uh, can be bridged. Uh, and added to that, I have a deep passion for rural and I you know always wanting to uh, create some successful model around rural in terms of effectively mapping the gap between supply and demand. So after 10, 12 years of corporate experience, when I was in crossroads to do something on my own, yeah. uh, uh, you know, uh, decided why can't I pick my passion and you know, mix it with my experience and you know, create a model for a rural, which is uh, you know, bridging the gap for supply and demand. This is when I started my journey into rural in 2012. Right. And uh, from 2012 till 2019, uh, you know, gained experience, worked uh, across deep rural uh, villages. Myself, uh, you know, uh, I myself have visited more than 4,000 plus villages, understood, you know, various aspects of how agriculture, you know, being working, how uh, FMCG, consumer goods, how uh, em employment is being opportunities there, how fintech or, you know, financial banking transactions are being uh, handled there. So with all this deep experience, we have worked 
extensively in rural in terms of helping a lot of these uh, large corporates to penetrate into deep rural in terms of creating their last mile connectivity, BTL activities and all. And this is where we have gained that rural experience. And uh, yeah, uh, we, we thought after this deep penetration of mobile and internet into rural, thought that, you know, let's start the, uh, you know, the, the tech platform, which we are currently, uh, you know, working on, which is uh, aggregation of anything that a rural consumer would need into your one application, offering this to a village level influencer, whom we call as Hey Sati, so that he or she can be a last mile connect between the brand and the consumer. Very interesting. And this initiative, how you are reaching out to your audience? Because this is yeah. the biggest challenge because uh, as I know, uh, especially Indian rural villages, not everybody has that tech facility. You know? So yeah. how are you reaching out to the audi end audience? Sure, sure. In fact, uh, the problem statement itself is the solution that we have, you know, gotten because not that everybody in rural has, uh, you know, access to the internet or access to the, all these solutions. This is where we are identifying, uh, uh, you know, people in villages who yeah. can operate a smartphone, who are little tech savvy, like the seventh class, tenth class pass. Someone who is present in the village, who is son of the soil, or you know, uh, who has. Right. Uh, influencing capacity in the villages. Typically, we identify the second, third generation of uh, Kirana stores, progressive farmers, right. women group members, and especially first-time micro-entrepreneurs like local youth. Today, after especially this pandemic, there are a lot of people who have reverse migrated, and it's a very yeah. good segment. If we can actually give them an opportunity, sitting in their own village, you know, if they, uh, you know, uh, enable their livelihood and, you know, it's a good opportunity. So, yes, uh, the solution is like, you know, we are not offering this platform to the end consumer who is a farmer or, you know, uh, uh, some consumer in a village who want to enable uh, do a transaction. We are right. enabling this through a village level influencer who right. we call Sati, as I said, he or she is actually accessing the application to cater to the last mile needs. I love the word, like you say, hey, Saki. Hey Sati, yes. Hey Sati is our brand and Hey Sati is our brand ambassador. So, companion wow. for life. So, Hey Sati. So, yeah. Yeah. Very interesting. I, I see very few people are thinking the way you are thinking and that's what passionate, uh, like, uh, uh, I was very keen to know your, you know, whole art initiative it is really interesting very few people are thinking about the pe keeping people into the village and reducing the migraine towards the city i mean it's been a long problem for all over metro cities you know yeah. government has been struggling a lot but still there were no solution they were trying to find that keep the youth into the village so that uh, you know 70 percent village livelihood and original india would be maintained that way isn't it True, exactly. So uh, just to quote the example today, uh, we, we have presented more than 7,000 plus villages where we have village level influencers. And there is a wow. good amount of people close to 400, 450 who are youth who have reverse migrated, who were earlier yes. work, working as a delivery boy or a driver or some maid somewhere. Now they came back to their village and now, you know, able to earn a decent livelihood of 8,000 to 10,000 sitting in a village, which is almost equivalent to a 20,000 rupees in an urban. So that's yes. how we are enabling. And yeah, it's a good uh, feeling to actually create. See, another important thing is there are a lot of models who enable livelihoods, but we are enabling livelihoods as micro entrepreneurs, which is, you know, creating that bottom of the pyramid, uh, you know, entrepreneurs at the bottom of the pyramid, which, you know, for, uh, good uh, for the nation at a, you know, at a larger scale.
and I love the word you use, decency, right? So the the creating the livelihood with the decent decency and the you know the the way people the youth wanna see themselves going to a city like spending twenty even if they are earning same amount in the city, it's not gonna be the same outcome. Of course, it is going to be an amazing, amazing opportunity, and I'm really excited to hear more about it. So COVID-19 has made us all dependent on digital technology, but how digital agriculture could revolutionize rural community effect by COVID-19? Yeah, so see, um, first of all, uh, what, what I would say, especially on this entire digital way of, uh, you know, th looking at things, especially after this pandemic, definitely digital agriculture helps many livelihoods to be created in rural India to combat the, you know, COVID-19 crisis. See, by giving multiple opportunities, like, you know, right from giving advice to the farmers, uh, you know, uh, accessing inputs at their own villages, and most importantly, the forward linkages, which is, uh, selling their produce to the markets rather than traveling to multiple places like for example yeah. i need to go to a bank to mandi to fertilizer shop to nearby town to access multiple things rather than doing that they can avail all this at a comfort of accessing from their village yeah and yeah. moreover it can you know it uh, it increases the overall food supply and you know boost food security because there is a lot of traceability across this entire value chain so this is how uh, you know digital you know technologies are really helping and most importantly you know it can accelerate the adoption of proven cost effective uh, scalable sustainable solutions for a long term farm production and it also gives the comfort of farmers you know in terms of their say in terms of uh, you know at what rate they would like to sell and all though it, you know it all happens at a scale but uh, see, uh, one most important thing that I would like to say is with still corona, you know, situation, pandemic still running around, I think now it is time for, uh, you know, not you know looking back, but in terms of building forward or looking forward in terms of how we can accelerate these digital agriculture technologies to the rural so that we can protect this, uh, you know, the rural communities or the farming communities from the worst effect of this crisis. Because suddenly there is a lockdown and there is you know the market gets you know entirely the dynamics changes sometimes i'm ready with the product to sell but i don't find the right price for my product so yeah. there are a lot of challenges so this is where an integrated value chain is required and we are trying to bring in through our platform very very interesting and it's so important it's not only now it's always needed it's become more important given the scenario according to the food and agriculture organization of the united nation they are three key enabler that regulates businesses and producers must work on together in order to prepare for the digital trauma transformation of agriculture can you yeah. please elaborate and explain on that line sure definitely uh, just a small uh, thing before uh, you know, I answer this. See, we are a rural tech platform, which is like kind of beyond an agri or a fintech platform. Because what yeah. we are doing is we are aggregating multiple things which a consumer would need at a village. So, uh, agri is part of it, but yes, agri is you know of a very large focus for it. And uh, especially when it comes to the Food and Agriculture Organization of UN, uh, their key enablers. See, is like how uh, the use of digital. Uh, 
networks can actually uh, reach out to the uh, the rural consumers and how we can actually evolve digital skills across this rural population and most importantly how we can encourage digital agri uh, you know uh, entrepreneurship or agripreneurship or whatever you say yeah. in fact our model completely amalgamates with this because see our model is a combination of physical digital and social physical because there is a person sitting in a village who is accessing Yeah. Second, digital because they are connected onto a digital platform, and social because it's all about influencing social, you know, relationship and trust, yeah. especially in rural India where relationship and trust is there. So yeah. with all these three coming together, and you know, a lot of digital skills being uh, you know provided to the and uh, you know the rural communities, definitely uh, you know there are a lot of advantages, and Hesa's model is completely aligned with the goals set by the FAO. Wow. But uh, another thing is the uh, coming to the the key enablers. What they are looking in terms of what should be the benefit is you know primarily the economic uplift uh, you know upliftment because of this entire uh, digitalization and then bringing that social equity because today there are a lot of aspirations in rural India. If you see you know last ten years the aspirations of rural consumers have changed really you know uh, yeah. a lot and. Uh, everyone today have a you know bigger aspiration and definitely this digitalization you know can bring in those kind of a changes and lastly uh, you know the health uh, environmental all uh, related how this entire digitalization can help them because most important part that is going to come is the traceability the uh, you know uh, the economic uh, environmental health and how how uh, these things can be impacted through the digital technologies so uh, 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 it, that's how I, you know I, we look at it in terms of how these uh, you know uh, enablers can be met, and uh, added to that, uh, the entire model of creating micro entrepreneurs at a rural level is uh, you know uh, completely aligns with the three goals, which is acquiring digital skills, scaling through digital skills, and you know especially starting an entrepreneurship at a rural level. Sure. So, like, uh, yeah, your target is rural and creating all that three angles of it. How has the pandemic affected the supply, demand, and piece of agriculture products? See, yeah, I think it's a uh, tough uh, situation because see, whenever situations like this happen, um, one naturally and second artificially also. Uh, yeah. whenever the, uh, i mean or a simple rule like whenever the demand is more than supply there is always a shortage of supply which leads to market factors yeah uh, increase of the price and all yeah uh, that that challenge is definitely there but what we have observed is uh, especially on the supply demand one is the price part of it which is there are certain external factors in terms of yeah. you know, a lot of other things the pandemic the situation the availability versus the requirement these are all things which definitely has impacted uh, on the price point of it but coming to the core point which is the supply demand part of it especially see today the biggest challenge if you ask me is discovery of supply yeah Yeah. for example uh, uh, you know if if we have to look at it two ways one is the last mile delivery to an urban consumer and second thing is the first mile discovery at a farm level today the last mile delivery at an urban is not a big challenge because you have big baskets walmarts amazons coming in and you know doing it but the, for them the biggest challenge is discovery at a rural level so today you know organizations like this we work with many organization for whom we are aggregating saying that okay these are the 10 villages these are the 100 farmers from where these commodities are available these 
you know agriculture products are available so right. discovery of supply is the big challenge and this is where uh, you know we feel that uh, you know our kind of a platform or many more people uh, you know kind of helping in terms of discovery so uh, i think uh, entire pandemic is actually affected in terms of understanding the discovery of su supply and uh, that's a big challenge to be addressed right so it's of course there are a couple of challenges given this scenario and still you are working on that and rural was always questionable like the way reaching out to the end user creating that supply chain unawareness of the ch supply chain model itself the process itself majority of people i really love the way you started embracing the youth the youngsters who are actually using i mean even though it is a very low level of phone and mobile every every youngster says at least one family has one mobile these days which is good in india and we you are embracing that i think it i, I would like to ask that question how you are educating them onto that digital farm how is digital farming revolutionizing the future of food you know and educating those youth and connecting all that together sure <clears throat> see if you see uh, as i said uh, there are a good amount of people who are sitting in rural india who operate better smartphone than me at least like you know i am in urban yeah. for last 15 20 years so that awareness is already being there and with uh, you know the adoption of uh, you know tools like your uh, whatsapp or uh, tiktok the way in yes. fact more adoption is there in rural uh, so yes uh, there is already there is an you know adoption uh, uh, in the rural what we are trying to do is we are making it so simple that someone who is a seventh class pass or who knows how to use a smartphone should be able to operate with Uh, local language with very easy accessible options rather than very minimal uh, you know minimalistic features rather than you know a, a, a developing a holistic i mean big solution because that's not the need of the hour. like for example as a rural consumer today i want to withdraw money which is like which should happen like a zifi or i want to i have a produce which i want to sell now or i, I want to buy insurance so these are all things which we have kind of made it simple uh, uh, you know kind of and uh, capacity building is a continuous exercise at our end because we uh, our model is all about aggregating and integrating multiple services so that means whenever we launch a new service uh, there has to be a training that needs to be done a lot of our trainings are digital uh, you know doing and also with the current situation we are not able to do that but whenever uh, you know during non covid uh, times or whenever things are good we you know once in a month or once in a quarter we bring in our village level influencers at a mandal level district level to you know conduct the regular training programs like that but yeah with the current situation it's all digital uh, you know virtual uh, trainings happening Uh, yeah. so that on the uh, training part of it coming to the how digital farming is revolutionizing the future of the food uh, future of food and all uh, see technology can enable many things like you know introduction of these iot no about of, <laughs> yeah yeah lot of this uh, farm based uh, you know uh, iot based tools and you know sensors drones digital uh, you know farming tools there are lot of uh, tools but in my opinion uh, we especially in rural india are very far away from this adoption at a scale see yeah. because lot many startups or lot many organizations are today coming uh, you know and doing certain pilots in certain geographies or certain areas like for example crop traceability or soil testing or uh you know drones related but any invention i according to me any invention is of no great use if it is not at a scale 
Right. This is where, uh, you know, I personally feel that, I mean, technology really is now changing a lot of things, but it has to happen at a scale which is, uh, you know, uh, you know, aggregating at a, uh, a, a aggregating multiple things and uh, our entire model, how we have created is rather than uh, focusing on one technology, you know, there are a lot of technologies already there. Why can't we take best practices from each of these yeah. and you know, offer this as an integrated platform? And uh, yeah, I think I also feel that, uh, you know, a lot of uh, uh, government initiatives in terms of creating knowledge hubs, uh, where farmers can come and understand a lot of these digital technologies are showcased. Uh, so definitely, I think the the, uh, the entire initiative on digital farming is already helping. In fact, we are also working in certain bits and pieces in terms of uh, associating with a lot of IoT devices, a lot of soil testing uh, mm -hmm. mechanisms, or a lot of tools. But yes, uh, it has to really happen at a scale. And before that, uh, you know, the penetration itself into rural has to happen. And this is where then, then it comes at a scale. That, that brings to my next question. I, like, I would like to understand, do you think if penetrating this at the Jila Panchayat level, you know, do you think that's going to help a lot? Um, because, you know, they, they are actually influencer and reacher to the end user on the Jila Panchayat level rather than they're just acting on the whole when the actual membership requirement is coming and then they are actually going for vote. They can actually bring this kind of initiative and create uh, in maybe in Jila Panchayat offices and all they can create an education system and, you know, a leadership team can go and educate on the different village. Do you think that can help in your initiative? Yes, definitely. Yes, I think. Uh, I mean, uh, if if not at a uh, you know jilla uh, district level uh, to begin with, at least nodal points across, you know, a, a zonal level combination of a four or five districts, uh, you know, where people can uh, you know come in witness these digital technologies. In fact, we are also planning sometime this year where we are creating our first knowledge hub. Uh, near Hyderabad, where we are almost bringing in some 18 to 20 technologies at one place, right. so that our uh, VLEs or Hesatis can come there, train themselves. Then, uh, you know, if farmers want to, you know, uh, look at more technologies, they can actually come and look into that. So, uh, we are also trying to do certain things. But yeah, I think government or major, uh, you know, stakeholders have a bigger role to play in terms of creating this awareness at a uh, district level, which already, you know, a lot of initiatives are you know, <clears throat> happening at uh, that level. Added to that, uh, see, again, uh, our model, the focus is uh, India has more than 3.5 lakh villages with less than 6,000 population. So, uh, and they are like scattered, unorganized, but a huge market potential. So, if, if we can enable at a granular level, at a deep rural level with one of these progressive farmer as a Hesati or somebody from a woman group because a lot of women influence business in rural India and more than 35-40% of our Hesatis are women today. So yeah. there are multiple ways actually this can be done. Um, but I think it, it all has to reach to those, uh, you know, uh, 80 plus crore people living across six and a half lakh villages, especially where the penetration is not there and rather than they coming, uh, traveling like 10-15 kilometers uh, to a nearby bank or a district headquarters or a mandal headquarters, I think if we can at least offer 50-60% of their needs in the village itself, that will actually, you know, uh, one, it, it actually uh, increases the 
the adoption second it uh, actually helps them to get better results and third is like you know we are creating uh, you know entrepreneurship at a very granular level which is really need of the art yeah and do you think um see akashwari it's it's uh, in anganwadi anganwadi scheme was very big hit at that time you know in 90s and then 2000 time if you'll see so do you think collaborating with anganwadi type of actually initiative will also bring women in participant in this kind of initiative and will be helpful because they yeah. were very keen at that time and they were the hunger is there you know we just need to give them the the, the tool to satisfy yeah. that hunger yeah i i mean very well uh, you know good point that you have raised uh, you know today uh, you know the kind of um like what do i say uh, the kind of uh, you know interest levels are the kind you know that are there in especially rural women their aspirations their willingness to actually you know take a step in terms of working and yes anganwadi there are lot of models in fact uh, every state has got certain models you know i yes, come from yes, yes. andhra telangana where we have that dwakra kind of a network where women networks come you know come together right. and something today in telangana where we are working we have srinidhi which is a cooperative microfinance thing bringing i think we, we it's a right point to you know actually engage these kind of a groups today we are working with uh, srinidhi which is a telangana uh, government's microfinance initiative Great. where even yeah. like women group members have taken loans and you know we are trying to help them become you know micro entrepreneurs pay their interest amount rather than going to a nearby bank you know through our platform so i think it's a very uh, you know uh, good insight to uh, tie up with lot of you know uh, ground level organizations are there who are actually doing lot of work and if we can uh, you know engage them by offering our you know integrated platform it really is a win win situation and we are really looking uh, into that direction yeah it's very interesting to see it's so much important economical empowerment of the villages to grow india it urban is not gonna give support 1.3 billion people the villages should come out with their economical growth and it has to like you is really fascinating and it is it needs to be succeeding for sure to achieve that goal and i have all good like i'm sorry if i'm exceeding and the you know limit but i would like to know that i know you are in a central area like you know andhra and central part of india i would like to know how how your expansion is going all part of india and how you are thinking to go internationally on that okay yeah see i mean any uh, entrepreneurs aspiration is to become you know at least uh, uh, their pan india uh, you know present and definitely uh, expanding to the international networks yeah it already our model has been already recognized by lot of leading uh, accelerator programs like uh, gain which has introduced us to lot of international networks we are part of telangana t hub uh, lab 32 which is a very uh, premier program in you know uh, t hub so uh yes the aspiration is there uh, uh, already we started expanding to our adjacent uh, states which is karnataka maharashtra and chhattisgarh today we have around 15 to 16 percentage of our market coming from these three geographies though it is just a startup the way we are looking to scale is uh, one through the physical route when i say physical like you know natural extension of we going to our adjacent states and you know opening offices getting local people who come from that experience and you know scaling that but eventually the way we are uh, wanting to scale is through the tech route where uh, probably uh, 
six to seven months down the line, we are launching our own APIs, which we'll give to a lot of ground level organizations. Yeah. Earlier, if we're talking about these underbodies, there are a lot of organizations who are in talks with us, you know, operating across India, like, you know, different, different states where they have like 3,000 women group network, 5,000 micro entrepreneurs, 2,000, like different set of people whom we wanted to give our tech platform so that they yeah. can use this platform to cater to the last money needs. So, this is uh, through the tech route is what we are you know looking to scale yeah. and uh, our uh, vision for next uh, 5 years is to scale to 2 lakh 1.5 to 2 lakh villages which is uh, almost uh, 35% of indian rural population and if that becomes uh, you know if we, we are uh, uh, you know if we can do that i think that's that's a greatest achievement if we can yeah right. So we are still expanding in India and I would I would love to see this growing across the world. There are a lot of villages can get facilitated with this. And you so rightly said the collaboration and integration is so imp important and API is the best way to go to start with for sure. Um, but I'm just saying that if somebody wants to reach you out directly, how they reach you out, how you how reachable and how your Omni effect comes here. Okay. See, uh, one we we are uh, we are entirely building our uh, you know the tech strategy right from uh, you know to in a month's time we are launching our uh, fully integrated application. Currently, we are working in one or two silos uh, you know of applications. Now we are bringing in all. Uh, so we are just waiting for that, and also our mobile app version is also you know almost ready. In a month's time, we'll be tech ready. Then added to that. We are, uh, you know, completely working on our digital strategies in terms of we already have a toll-free number where a lot of people reach out to us. Um, uh, so now we are using a lot of digital, uh, you know, marketing tools to reach to multiple, uh, you know, people so that they they reach out to us because the the, the challenge that we have taken for this year, uh, from last year we are almost scaling, uh, you know, eight to ten times this year. So Great. It, it 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 can't be you know push based now it has to be pull based where you know a lot of people has to approach us so we are working on certain digital strategies already you know started implementing new strategies in terms of how people can you know reach out to us uh, so that you know uh, multiple opportunities can be given especially now during covid times we launched a saving livelihoods campaign right where uh, like for example if i know someone in uh, bihar a village who has lost job in this pandemic time if I can refer, uh, you know, we are actually imparting training to them and, you know, pay, you know, offering them as a Heisati. So we added uh, close to uh, 600 in last, uh, you know, seven, eight days uh, with this initiative. So those kind of initiatives, we are already doing it and really looking forward to, you know, reach out to more people so that, you know, they take the benefit of this entire model. Yeah, and a digital to way to go, especially in COVID. It's really, really um, important. Um, but thank you so much for your, and all your details will be given below. And I will be definitely looking forward for your growth. I'm very personally excited and I'm going to really invest on myself on that, like looking forward to how you're growing and how your growth is going. And I can't wait to see, and this is a message, a common message I want to send to the audience as well. Please empower the villages. You know, we don't need to migrate. You should get your decent job in your own locals and every village should be equally powerful as the any urban areas. That's that's That would be a dream country, isn't it? That will be interesting. Definitely. Yes, definitely. Uh, see, because 
I mean, uh, frankly speaking, if I was given an opportunity in my own town, I would have not, uh, you know, traveled to Hyderabad or, uh, you know, uh, come forward. I mean, having said that, see, yeah. the thing is, especially, uh, you know, uh, I'm personally against migration. Uh, you know, yeah. uh, migration yeah. is good to a certain extent, uh, but uh, uh, obviously, I think if the, uh, the grassroots level or uh, the villages are not empowered, I think definitely they, that's how the entire ecosystem balance get disturbed and you know tough times like covid is actually you know showing us that you know how vulnerable uh, you know this models are and uh, yeah i think it's need for the people to really do something at their own yeah. uh, validation required validation required and i don't see any problem in the migration but i i can see when it is a vast migration happens you know yeah. and not many people are lucky enough to get the opportunity we got Right. Yeah. So it's still, when people migrate to the urban side, there is no possibility that everybody is equally successful. So yeah. you rightly said, decent job in a, their own local community, and see, ours, especially in India, it is saying that soul is in village, right? Yeah. So if our soul is in village, why not invest on it? Yeah. So, Definitely. Looking forward to that. Thank you so much for joining in. It was an interesting chat and I will be looking forward to see your growth and we'll be watching you and your details will be given. Please audience, especially from India, please reach out to um, see and his company and he and help them to invest that with them. And it is so personal investment required from everybody. Thank you so much. Thank you for bringing this point because it's all about collaborative models to be developed. And that too, while we are creating that entire collaborative model, so it's all about a lot of people coming together in terms of taking this mission ahead. And yeah, really, you know, nice to, you know, have this chat with you. I'm really excited. So looking forward. Me too. Thank you. Thank you so much for watching this video. If you liked it, like, comment and subscribe if you haven't already done it. To know more about us, visit www.corporality.global. And also you can find more about Priya Mishra is on priya.sydney.